for the matchup between the Gildner Hornets and the Axtell Wildcats. Jeff Babel alongside Trent Ogge. We're here on the Freezing Forward pregame show. We're Freezing Forward in Aurora. Is happy to have you along with us. Uh, stop by their dealership in Aurora. If you're smiling while they're driving, freezing is the reason. If you're listening online, brought to you by Barney Insurance today. Interesting of all of our games on Ever Radio are brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. And we're in the Husker, product, Husker Power Products broadcast booth, powered by natural gas and diesel irrigations from Husker Power Products at both Hastings and Sutton. And we'll talk to the coaches real quick, but I'd first like to introduce you folks to Trent Ockengay, who will be bringing you the color analysis. And Trent, go ahead and analyze this game as we're about 25 minutes away from kickoff. What's going to be the keys in this one? Well, for Giltner last week, they were close to getting their first W, uh, put together some nice drives, just weren't able to finish. So Giltner's got to finish tonight. That's been their message all week. Talked to some of their coaches. That's what they said. They've got to finish. For Axtell, they want to get... They want to get on their fourth win on the uh, on the season. They want to get rolling, um, try to earn a home playoff game because um, playoffs are coming right up. They're they're trying to get power points, so they're going to want to run the ball and uh, and put up a lot of points tonight. Weather is absolutely um, perfect considering what we had. It's a little chilly, but wind's going to die down. It's going to be a nice night. All right. Well, that's Trent, and uh, we'll hear from the coaches here. Momentarily, we'll have the starting lineups on the other side as well, where it's the 0-6 Giltner Hornets and the 3-2 Axtell Wildcats. You're listening to high school football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plaverpreps.com. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hosier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. Pedley Drug and Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug and Minden. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. This is Eric Lichty, the branch manager of Giltner State Bank, a branch of Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. I would like to invite you to stop into our new location just off of the Giltner Spur. Come meet our friendly staff and visit with us about our products and services. We have a hometown friendly atmosphere that will make your banking experience pleasant. We specialize in agricultural loans as well as your personal loan needs. We're an equal housing lender. Come in and see what we can do for you. Well, rolling along here on the pregame show, you're listening to The Breeze 94.5. We're in our pregame segment between Axtell and Giltner. We'll catch up with Coach Dean Marsh from the Wildcats here shortly. But first, it's time for Chip Bardos of the Giltner Hornets. And Coach, thanks again for joining us this week. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Well, it was a, I thought it was a great game last week. You guys really impressed me with your fight 
and I thought you had multiple chances to take the lead. How about your assessment? Yeah, definitely. We uh, we shot ourselves in the foot by some of the mental mistakes that we that we made in that game. Otherwise, I believe it could have been a completely different outcome. Um, but yeah, we you know we had a lot of chances. We moved the ball great. We owned the time of possession there. It's just uh, when we needed to execute and score points, that's uh, that's where we struggled at, and uh, and we're looking to to change that and then uh, make some adjustments this week to to get more points on the board. Now, last week you thought maybe the line of scrimmage was the the important part of the game. Was that so? And if so, do you think it'll be important this week as well? Yeah, definitely. Last week was. Um, it, it, and it really showed um, on a lot of those drives we were able to get some pushback for good, I mean, three, four-yard gains, uh, you know, some bigger chunk chunk plays at a time with good blocking. Um, and, and, and then when it came down to it in the fourth quarter, when they, uh, when Blue Hill ran away with the game, we weren't establishing the line of scrimmage. We weren't being physical. And I think that'll be another big part of it. Uh, again, this week, uh, Axtell loves to run the ball. They love to, to go north and south, especially with their, uh, with their senior quarterback. Um, so we've got we've to establish the line of scrimmage, um, get pushback on, and, on him, and, uh, and then allow linebackers to run free and make plays there. Um, so that'll be, a, that'll be a very big, uh, big portion of it. But especially um, important is going to be slowing down their skill position players. Like I said, their quarterback is very talented. Their running back is talented. And I feel like we've got very talented quarterback and running back too. So it's going to be who's going who's gonna to make those plays. But it, it does start with our blocking and execution on the line of scrimmage um, and then firing off on the defensive side as well. So if the quarterback could be key for Excel, it might be key as well for you. And, uh, Coach, you did the two-quarterback system. First, give us an update on Lance McKay. I know he went down with an injury. How's he feeling this week? And then what is your plan at quarterback this week? Well, Lance McKay, yeah, he was a, he was a tough uh, tough kid out there on Friday night. Um, he's kind of coming back. Um, he should be back to 100% by Friday. We're, we're kind of working him back into the system. Um, probably at, at different roles where we're not um, putting as much uh, – I guess strain on his on his knee and his ankle, um, but I like I said uh, he'll be back to 100 percent ready to go by game time. With that being said, I'm probably going to be utilizing Dakin Wilson at the quarterback a little bit more this week. Um, he's got he's got great great speed. He's able to able to make plays on his feet, and I think we can use that to our advantage um, as long as we have good blocking. Um, so I, I am looking at keeping uh, keeping Dakin that back there, especially mostly to um, to kind of protect Lance, so that way he doesn't uh, um, sustain any further injury. But we're going to split him out, um, use him as a slot receiver because of his speed. We're also going to uh, have him as a lead blocker for Kyle Frederick uh, going north and south on a lot of our run plays too. And speaking of the quarterback position, so the plan, I think, is to mostly go with Dakin, but you still could see Lance, or even if I remember right, Coach, you did have a third quarterback in there. Uh, was it uh, Frederick as well? Yep, Kyle. He was he was more of our, our downhill runner um, when we needed a direct snap or something like that. Um, and I guess I did have him throw the ball last week. So, um, <laughs> But but he, he is more of my power back. Uh, that, that you probably will see in some of our 
uh, tight sets. Um, just if we need three yards, um, like I said, with him running behind Lance McKay, um, he's he's a very hard runner. He he loves to get his pad level low and just churn out hard-earned yards, um, and that's what we needed last week to kind of maintain drives and keep the ball in our hands. And, and you will you will see that again this week with uh, with a few more wrinkles to it as well. All right, Coach, let's look at the game plan first defensively. I know you've talked a little bit about Extel and their quarterback and running back. Uh, just go ahead and open up the game plan and tell us what it, what you guys need to do to go ahead and stop Extel tonight and get, come away with a victory. Well, it's uh, it's going to take uh, just executing for four quarters. Um, last week um, we went back and we broke down the Blue Hill film, and they had 12 plays of offense in the entire fourth quarter. Three of those plays were for touchdowns and, and long ones at that. And so you look at that, you know, a fourth of the plays that we that we were playing on defense, we gave up touchdowns. And we can't allow that, you know, 95% of the game is essentially what it turned out to be where we played great football, we played physical football, um, but we can't have those, those slip-ups this week. And granted, I mean, they're probably they're going to get chunk yards at a time. Well, we got to be able to have a short-term memory and recover from that. I think our our best uh, defensive plan is is going to be um, establishing the line of scrimmage, like I talked about um, previously with Cole Cosbrook, uh, Levi Hoffman, Jacob Smith, Landon Davidson, those guys firing off the ball and um, causing disruption in their blocking schemes to get into the backfield to keep those fast players from getting a full head of steam going. Um, and then line, if we do that, then hopefully our linebackers can kind of flow freely um, and make plays. And then just making sure that we maintain our coverage over the top with our corners. They've got, uh, they got some plays where they'll flip someone out um, late or quick on a, on a quick passing route. And so we just got to stay disciplined to our responsibilities over there. And then just gang tackling. You know, these guys are quick. They're shifty. So it's going to take, you know, it's going to take two, three guys coming in, making a tackle, and hopefully uh, ripping the ball out, getting us a free, uh, free possession as well for defense. Now offensively, I think we know what to expect from you guys. But where offensively do you think that they are maybe weak defensively that will give you a chance, give your playmakers a chance to attack them? Well, um, to be honest with you, with their, with those athletic players, um, we uh, we're looking to, to spread them out um, and and try to get um, good matchups in different places. Which uh, you know, with the Giltner football that you normally see is spread the ball out, sling the ball around. Um, but we're actually going to be looking at spreading the ball out, getting their skill positions out of the kind of out of the play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then trying to attack them north and south because I feel like we can we can win the line of scrimmage on offense. Um, and then and then I I feel like our our blockers are better than um, their linebackers as well, and we can get those three to four yard um, plays hitting at a time um, and still working the ball down the field. And then when we spread them out, if we go with a true empty set or something like that. It's really just finding who their who their weakest guy is, and I, I do have a couple that I'm planning on picking on this week, mm-hmm. um, and just quick pass those guys making a missed tackle and hopefully breaking something big eventually. But uh, but really just 
a, a, a few different formations and wrinkles to to move some of their good athletes around and then kind of like you saw last week just run the ball between the tight ends and uh and, and then hopefully we can uh we can spring one this week and and you know make a make a few big plays but but then wear them down uh defensively where um late in the game we've got a chance to put it away um with uh with with our our power game as well so there's going to be there's going to be a little bit of both um you know granted hopefully the weather that weather cooperates with us but mm-hmm. but yeah you're looking at time of possession control the ball control the block, clock make some of those um drives happen that take up an entire quarter or something like that is kind of what we're looking at again as well do you think that'll be advantageous because i thought maybe last week coach that that the weather with the wind and the rain it really it made every possession valuable and the way you were ta- i think you had at one point a nine minute drive and uh, you were able to really come away and limit Blue Hills' possessions in that first half. If you get something similar, is that advantageous more for you or for Excel? I believe it's it's way more advantageous for us. Um, and like that drive that you mentioned against Blue Hill, where we had a nine-minute drive, but we stalled out on the mm-hmm. goal line. We ended up not even scoring on that one. And that really turn the momentum in their favor where they were actually able to build a wall and get a stand against us and and then yeah they they gave up time but they didn't give up any points so um so we we need to do those same drives but we need to execute when then that and that comes down to us being disciplined not having those silly false start penalties um you know, blocking the back penalties lining up in the neutral zone um, just little stuff like that that we've been working on ironing out this week that uh, that will hopefully help us finish those drives and then they're tired from playing nine minutes of defense that we're able to come away with a little bit of momentum and get a three and out on offense and then get the ball back in our hands and, and do another drive like that. Um, I, I really think that'll benefit benefit us just because we're wearing out their their skill position players while keeping the ball out of their hands as well. Rolling along here on the pregame show with Giltner head coach Chip Bardos, and there's his plan for the Friday night. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk with Dean Marsh, the head coach of the Axtell Wildcats, and get his side of things. You're listening to the pregame show on The Breeze 94.5. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. Rolling along here on the Breeze 94.5, we've got kickoff between Giltner and XL coming up next. But first, we had a chance to catch up with Giltner head coach Chip Bardos. And now it's our turn to take a look at the Wildcats with head coach Dean Marsh. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing great. How are you? Not too bad. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is the weather this this Friday. It could be up in the air at this point. Um, what are you expecting, and is that going to help out you guys, or, or, or is it going to be a challenge for you? Well, I'm expecting the weather to be a little unfavorable for both teams, and it might benefit us a little bit more where we don't pass as much, but, you know, you still have to hang on the ball when you're running it too. So I think whichever team can – keep from turning the ball over we'll probably end up the winner in the end right and that's what coach Bardo's thought as well if, if he could limit turnovers and maybe grind the clock that that would help them out um he also thought that the line of scrimmage was going to be important now if i'm reading the previews right from the beginning of the year 
You might have had a lack of size in the line of scrimmage, but have you developed well physically with just the mentality of, of those guys up front? Yeah, that's something we've worked on really hard since the second game of the season is getting our line to finish blocks off and go hard every play and not take plays off. And I definitely think Dick Gilmer probably has a size advantage up front, but I'm hoping that we have a quickness advantage that will play out in our favor. Let's look back at the game last week real quick with Kennesaw Coach. I know they're a favorite in that district. Just go ahead and assess what you saw on film from last week. Well, basically we shot ourselves in the foot. We had three fumbles. Um, every time we fumbled, we were driving the ball. One of them ended up being on the one-yard line. So, I mean, we really were in that game until we started beating ourselves. And and it's one of those games you'd love to have back because we, we passed up some opportunities defensively. We didn't play too bad in the first half, but offensively we just couldn't sustain drives and get in the end zone. Now let's take a look. I know it's one game in a coach time, but let's take a look at that schedule. Uh, with Pleasanton, Elwood, and Kennesaw, you guys have had a difficult schedule, but the next three, I think, are going to be big for power points and that playoff hunt. Yep, it is, and that's what I told the kids. I said we really need to go out and win these next three games or winnable games. We probably played our tougher opponents on our schedule already, and got through them without many injuries and that, that was going to be a key for us all year is if we had over one or two injuries it was really going to affect our team and so far we haven't had any that have been season ending so got a good chance to finish off the end of the year right and, and get some points we need to, to get, maybe get a home playoff game. Alright now let's look at the players for you coach quarterback Tyler Damberg has been performing well through five games also Klingsborn and Skaggs who talk about those three real quick and then uh, who else has stepped up for you this year well those those three are main guys in the backfield Skaggs sees holes well has a little bit of trouble handling the ball sometimes as far as fumbling um, Klingsborn pound for pound is probably one of the tougher kids I've ever coached he's just not very big but man he gives you everything he has at 140 pounds and Danberg's one of those sneaky fast guys. He has big long strides, and and when he takes off, he seems to get a lot more yards than you think he's going to, just because he has that long stride and, and can see those gashes in the defense. Now, defensively, what is going to be the game plan to stop Giltner? They're they're thinking uh, they might try to attack the linebacking core for you guys. Uh, where defensively do you need to step up or? Or what what kind of front are you going to give them to stop them? Yeah, I don't know. We've got a variety of things we may be able to do, but I mean, our front three are going to be pretty important for us if they can if they can handle the one on one battles on the front three. You know, maybe our linebackers can get position and make plays because we aren't very. You know, we have four guys on defense weighing under 145, so we're a small team, but at the same time, we're quick as well, so that plays in our advantage against bigger, slower linemen. So, And offensively, the game plan to, to attack Giltner, probably going to be a, a, a trio of uh, Danberg, Skaggs, and Klingsborn. Yep, I mean, if the, if the weather's cold and windy, you know, the passing game may be limited for both sides, so mm -hmm. it's going to boil down to whoever can can grind the ball down the field three or four yards at a time, sustain drives, and keep from turning the ball over the other team. And that's what we've 
done pretty much all year. We've been a second-half team on almost every game. We seem to stay in the game during the first half and second half when other teams are getting a little bit tired. It seems like that's when we kick it in a year and, and come around. So hopefully if we can keep it close in the first half, we'll finish the game off like we have been. Well, you're listening to The Breeze 94.5. We're catching up with Dean Marsh, the head coach of the Axtell Wildcats. And we'll take a break and take a look at the starting lineups next. You're listening to the Game of the Week on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platteverpreps.com. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. The Breeze 94.5. And back to Giltner High School. To the freezing board pregame show, freezing Chevrolet in Sutton. Stop in at your friendly freezing Ford dealership in Aurora as well. If you're smiling while you're driving, freezing is the reason. Freezing Chevrolet in Sutton. Let's take a look now at the starting laps. First, let's start with the away team, the Axtell Wildcats. Number two, Aaron Skaggs, a junior running back. We'll also see him returning tonight. The kicker and quarterback tonight, number three, Taylor or Tyler Danberg, six foot three senior. Starting on defense tonight, number eight, Quinn Bertrand, free safety. He's a sophomore. Your punter, wide receiver tonight, Brennan Rungi, sophomore, six foot, one hundred seventy pounder. Number twenty-two, Dustin Klingsporn. He'll be returning kicks as well tonight. Also, you're starting running back, the senior. He's a tough-nosed kid. Number twenty-two, Dustin Klingsporn. Number 28, Caleb Sneff, center and long snapper tonight. He's a junior, 5'10", 182-pounder. Number 35, Calvin Johnson. He'll start at tight end tonight, 5'10", sophomore. And at guard and defensive end, number 80, Nick Pearson, the 6-foot senior. The Axtell Wildcats are coached by Dean Marsh. And now let's take a look at the Giltner Hornets roster. Looks like we're going to do the national anthem first. So actually, we'll take a extended break here on the pregame show. You're listening to high school football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at playoverpreps.com. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. People you know. 
community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Giltner High School. Let's take a look at the Hornets' starting lineup on defense tonight. Defensive back number three, Tanner Roth, the junior. Number eight, the kicker, Jacob Smith. He'll also be starting at guard tonight. He's a sophomore. Number 11, Camden Humphrey. He'll be returning some kicks tonight. He's a wide receiver and defensive back. Starts both ways for the Hornets. He's a junior. Number 15 will be the quarterback tonight. Dakin Wilson will get the start. We'll probably see a bevy of guys back there. Sophomore um, also plays defensive back and starts as well. Connor Craig, sophomore wide receiver, will get the start. He was number 20. Lance McKay, we'll see him at quarterback at some point tonight. Right now he'll be starting at wide receiver and at linebacker. Levi Hoffman, he'll be starting in the defensive back wheel. He's a sophomore. He wears number 24. Cole Consbrook, number 32, starts at center and at nose guard. And the kick is in in the air, and it is fielded at the five-yard line. Across the 20 now, and getting near the 25-yard line. Push out of bounds there by a bevy of Axel Wildcats. Let's finish the starting lineups real quick. Cole Clunsbrook, center nose guard again. Senior, number 32 in your program. Ethan Wilson, he'll be starting defensively at nose guard. Uh, sophomore, number 50. Landon Davison, the junior um, guard. He'll be wearing number 63, a junior. And Kyle Frederick, the receiver, number 88. He'll start at both wide receiver tonight. And at linebacker, Gilner's coach by Chip Bardos, assisted by Kyle Spots and Brock Lauer. Hornets will have the ball here. It'll be a direct snap to Dagan Wilson, and he gets two yards there, Trent, and then he's hit by a brick wall. Yeah, direct snap there, just a little uh, draw play up the middle. High Snap was a little bit high, did a nice job to pull it down. They did gain two yards on it, so a uh, decent start defensively for the Axtell Wildcats. That was Klingsporn. You'll see him uh, running the football as well, but he just came through from his linebacker position and cleaned it, up really nice. It is cold, so that probably that initial hit probably did hurt a little bit, but once the boys get warmed up, like uh, Trent said, you probably won't even notice the cold out there once you're playing. Shotgun formation. Wilson has twins split to, to the right. It's going to be a quarterback keeper again, and he's met by the entire defensive line there by Axtell. He'll lose two yards and get bring up third down and ten. Yeah, so you're back where you started third and ten. That time, uh, basically everybody on the Axtell front just ran through, and uh, and there was no time for him to even look. So um, clearly early on, Axtell's going to bring a lot of pressure. So um, Giltner's got to find a way to either get to the perimeter, run a screen, or take a shot down the field. Humphrey split out way to the right. Pistol formation look for the Hornets. It'll be a pass. Wilson throws it up there. He's got a man. It's tipped. It's going to be intercepted right there at midfield and right down at the 35-yard line. Intercepted there by a look like Quinn Bertrand came away with that one. So big turnover right away for the Wildcats, and they're set up deep in Hornet territory. Yeah, that was a really good play by uh, Tyler Danberg. He had just The ball was floated up there. He stuck one hand up, um, tipped it up for his buddy Bertrand, and Bertrand came down with the ball and uh, didn't get much on the return, but great start defensively for Axtell. They're going to take over at Giltner's 35-yard line. Tight formation here for the Wildcats. It's going to be an option 
And it'll be a quarterback keeper by Danberg. And he'll, or excuse me, Skaggs. He'll jump forward and grab a yard there. And look like it, for me, fooled me because I thought he gave it to the fullback, Trent. But a uh, good option to the, the left side. Good job keeping keeping hold of the ball and not turning it yeah, over. Yeah, and uh, McKay and Wilson, the uh, the Duke quarterbacks for Giltner, um, getting in on a little defensive action there. Corralled him for about a one-yard gain. So Danberg will be your quarterback, Skaggs. And Klingsporn will be your running backs that you'll see a lot of tonight. And it'll be a handoff this time to Skaggs. And Skaggs tries to cut it up the field. He'll get about, uh, let's call it three yards there. Sets up third down and seven. Yeah, and that time they uh, gave it on the fly sweep across, um, coming across the field. So they're trying to work the perimeters early on. Um, what we saw defensively is they got a lot of pressure. Axtell was able to get a lot of pressure up front. So maybe you'll see a little bit more of a north and south game here on third down. So Danberg will take it. He's got Skaggs right on his left hip and Klingsborn behind him. It's going to be an option. Quarterback keeper, and he'll have the first down. He's inside the 20 now, inside the 10. He's finally pushed out of bounds at around the 6 or 7-yard line. So a design quarterback keeper there, and it went for big yardage. Yeah, 30 yards, and he he just lowered the shoulder and laid the wood uh, at the end of that run too. So he's a physical runner. He had plenty of space, just a quarterback power to the left side, and uh, he had a lot of room there, almost 30 yards on that third down and 10. So they do get to the perimeter now, um, looking to punch one in. So he'll go under center now. Klingsporn, the fullback, they're going to give it to him. Or no, he's going to keep it. Now he pitches it out to Skaggs on the right side, and he dives for the pylon, and he gets in for the touchdown. Six-yard run by uh, Aaron Skaggs, and the Wildcats find Pater first. It's 6 nothing with 8.59 to go in this opening quarter. Yeah, and it's a, a great start for uh, for Axel to just um, run their way. That's what they want to do. They want to run the ball in that time to get gains of 30 and then get in the red zone. And we've seen some teams have some trouble in the red zone. They had no problem there. So they'll line up for two now, and it'll be a counter play and diving across the goal line and in is again – Aaron Skaggs, so Skaggs with all eight points on that opening drive. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at pleverpreps.com. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. The Breeze 94.5. Back here at Giltner High School, where an opening drive for Axtell started. It went 35 yards. It was capped off by a six-yard touchdown run by Aaron Scrag, set up all by the interception by Quinn Bertrand on the earlier drive. So it's 8-0 Wildcats, and this one will be booted in the air by Danberg, and it'll be fielded at the five-yard line by the Hornets and getting across the 20 now and getting hit hard right there was the return man, and that was Nate Lichty for the Hornets. And it'll be first down and 10 to go from the 20-yard line. 8.46 to go in this opening quarter. Glad to have you along, Trent Ockengay and Jeff Babel. Yeah, so now if you're Giltner, you come out that first drive, you throw the, you throw the interception. You've got to stay in this thing. So 
Uh, last week we saw Giltner put together a nine-minute drive versus Blue Hill. Uh, I think that's what Giltner coaches want to do, except this time they want to finish and they want to put some points on the board. This will be another quarterback keeper, and he'll be lucky enough to get back to the line of scrimmage forward progress. We'll give it to him. So no gain there on that play, and that was a direct keep, or it was a direct snap to Kyle Frederick, actually. So Frederick um, did throw a pass last week. I talked to Coach Bartos on the pregame show. I don't think that was designed, but uh, Kyle did throw it uh, yesterday. So when Kyle's back there as a quarterback, it's going to be more than likely a designed quarterback keeper. Yeah, he threw. Uh, he ran six times last week for 25 yards. So uh, he's their leading receiver and also a capable runner. So. Wilson back now at quarterback. He'll hand this one off to Frederick and gets shoestring tackled there at the line of scrimmage again. So nothing doing right now. The Axtell defensive line Trent has been showing up early. Yeah, they're just dominating up front. And um, if Giltner's going to, if they want to stay in this thing, try to get their first one of the season, it's going to start up front. And right now they're getting uh, just manhandled. The linebackers are flowing down hard. Um, nobody's getting to the second level, so it's really hard to move the ball for Giltner. So it'll be third down and long now, third and 10 to go for the Hornets. You'll likely have to see a pass here. Empty backfield. Wilson's getting flushed already out of the pocket, and he gets tripped up, and he'll maybe gain a half yard if that. And the Axtell defense is just flying around out there. Excellent play there. Yeah, and that time they had uh, they dropped back to pass. They had three linemen and Axtell brought four rushers, so there was a free man, so he just had no time to even make his reads and look downfield. So now that's a quick three and out. Uh, we've still got seven minutes in the first quarter, and Giltner set to punt on their second possession. Setting up the return, and got a flag on the play. It looks like it'll be roughing the punter. And Axtell's returner, Klingsporn, will get across the 30-yard line in to around the 27-yard line, but this one... Will likely be a drive extender for Giltner. They didn't bring many, but the two they did, it seemed like the Giltner punter was just holding it there for he, a second. Yeah, he's trying to get his uh, his coverage team down the field a little bit, and it actually played out well. It almost got blocked, but I think they're going to get him for – we'll see if it's running into the kicker or roughing the kicker. And they're just going to call it running into the kicker, so just a five-yard gain or a five-yard penalty, so they'll probably have to re-kick it here. Yep, so they'll just assess the five-yard penalty here. So Excel catches a break there. Probably the right call. I think he was, like you said, Trent, going for the block. And if anything, just ran into him there at the end. And we saw Pooch punt out of the situation last week. See if they do it again. Fourth and five, Giltner. Will do the Pooch punt. Excel is no one back. It'll bounce at the 25-yard line. Roll inside the 20, and it'll be down there at the 19. Two flags come in late. Really unnecessary block in the back on Axtell. That ball was not going anywhere. They weren't going to return it, and that's going to cost them. At least they'll have to move them back 10 yards. So they did have it at the 40-yard line on the kicker, on the punt return. They get the running into the kicker. They re-kick, and now they're going to lose... They're going to lose about 40, 35 yards of field position. That's that's half the field. So um, th- that might, you might get away with that in this game. But right. if you want to – the playoffs are coming in three weeks. So if you're looking towards that and you want to win a playoff game or two, you can't do the – you can't have those mental breakdowns. Uh, you got to be disciplined. 
Uh, we're taking a look at the power points here before the game. X or uh, yeah, Extel is 11th, and their their opponents so far uh, are all basically in the top 10 with them. Uh, if you look at it, they played uh, Pleasanton, Elwood, and Kennesaw, and they're all three within the top 11. So a difficult schedule for Excel. And so, like Tritt said, that might fly in a game like this where you're favored to win. But uh, you can't make those silly mistakes. They're going to start you deep in your own end zone. So first down and 10 now from the Wildcats from their 10-yard line. And it'll be a handoff to Skaggs. And Skaggs will get yak yards after yak yards there. And he'll get close enough to a first down gain of, let's say, eight. Second and two. Yeah, it took contact, and he just kept turning his legs. And uh, we saw... We saw last week versus Blue Hill Giltner shut down the run game um, for the most part, but they gave up a lot of chunk plays. So if Giltner wants to hang around in this game, they've got to eliminate those chunk plays, and that time almost broke one. Amberg will go under center here. He'll send Skaggs in motion on the jet sweep. It'll be a handoff, though, to Klingsporn. And a defensive line by Giltner makes a nice stop that time. Looked like Frederick was in on the stop as well. He comes up a little gimpy. Yeah, so they faked the... Fake the jet sweep and just a simple handoff to the other side, a little misdirection. But Giltner stayed home, stuck in there, and uh, able to clean up the play. So you have third and two. You have an opportunity for your defense to get off the field. Yeah, if you could stop them here, you'd be really pleased if you're Coach Bardos and the Hornets. They're going to do the same formation look, and it'll be a quarterback keeper this time. Dan Brick will fall forward. And get the first downhill game, let's call it four yards. Yeah, that quarterback sneak is so tough to defend. A lot of times, well, you've only got three down linemen for Giltner. So uh, quarterback Danberg just comes up to the line, looks and picks his side, and then you go on a silent count. Well, most of the time you're watching the football, and it's he's already gone by the time that ball snapped. Under center now will be Danberg. He'll have Skaggs split out to his right, sending him in motion here. We'll see if they hand it off to him. Looks like they will. And he's got the corner. He's at the 30. He's at midfield. Mm. He's got two men to beat, and he'll be pushed down at the 24-yard line of Giltner. So a big chunk play there for Skaggs off that jet sweep. And it looks like Excel's just going to keep feeding Skaggs tonight, Trent. Yeah, and that time uh, we just talked about it, you got to eliminate those chunk plays. That one went for 37 yards down the sideline. I thought he was going to go. Giltner did a nice job, did not give up on the play, and now um, Axel's put together a really nice drive. Under center again here. Klingsborn split to the right. It's going to be a handoff to Skaggs. He'll fall forward, gains three or four there, so... Uh, still on a, a play that doesn't look like it's going to go for much. He still falls forward and gets you four yards there. Yeah, you'll take four, you'll take four yards of play um, anytime you can get it running the ball. And um, what it does, it's going to draw Giltner inside, and they'll they'll either run that end round or they'll pull it with a quarterback to the outside. So it's all it's all a chess match. Skaggs will take this, or excuse me. Danberg will fake the pitch and hand it to Klingsporn on the counter. And Klingsporn into the five. He's going to reach for the pylon, and he is marked out of bounds at the one-yard line. Looked like he might have been in from here, but they don't have the benefit of replay in high school football. So the touchdown will not be awarded on that play, but a beautiful play call. Yeah, fake the sweep. Little trap play to the fullback going the other way. Just kind of a veer, and he rumbles his way 23 yards down the field, and Axtell knocking on the door here early for the second time in this ball game. See if they can um, try to stay away from those red zone blues. First down and goal here from the one. 
And it'll be a handoff to Klingsporn. He'll fall forward. Let's say it was first down and go from the two, so he'll gain about a yard here. Yeah, Consbrook. Consbrook and uh, Lance McKay, those are those are some tough boys up front. So Axel's not just going to be able to just walk in the end zone. Also, uh, getting in there was Ethan Wilson. Ethan Wilson's a big guy, so there's a lot of meat in there to push around. So uh, Axel not just going to be able to walk in the end zone. First down and goal here, and it's fumbled, and it looks like Axel fell on top of it. So it looked like an easy touchdown now. It's going to be third down and goal from the five-yard line, Trent. Yeah, so now you got uh, now you got third down and four. You got a couple options. Probably just going to run the ball in, but um, a couple things you can do. Just run that quarterback sneak and try to get it to fourth and one or, or maybe get to the outside and try to get to the pylon. Saw that quarterback sneak work earlier. With Tyler Danberg, we'll see if they do that again here. And it'll be an option. It'll be a quarterback keeper off the left side. He'll get a couple blocks there on the edge, and he'll walk into the end zone. So four-yard touchdown run for the quarterback, Tyler Danberg. And Axel finds Pater for the second. Yeah, so just a little, they ran the eye formation, just um, kind of ran the quarterback power. QB sweep to the outside there. Um, you saw it a few years ago. Um, with Nebraska, I think it was 2015, Tommy Armstrong would run that a lot, ran against Michigan State, against UCLA in the bowl game. So uh, those type of plays, just a QB sweep to the outside, and pretty easy for him. Conversion attempt will be a handoff to Skaggs, and Skaggs dives forward and into the end zone for the successful conversion. It is now 16 to nothing. Wildcats with 2.36 to go in the opening quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platteverpreps.com. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone, technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Giltner High School, where the Wildcats are up 16-0 early here on the Hornets. Six-yard touchdown run by Aaron Skaggs on their first drive, and a four-yard touchdown run capped off a 90-yard drive by the quarterback, Tyler Danberg, and the Wildcats have put in both conversions. It's 16-0, and Giltner will need to answer back here uh, Weather it won't be much of an issue tonight. It's a little bit cold, but like Trent said, the wind is almost non-existent at this point. And Danberg will boot this one. This will be sent into the end zone and fielded there at two, running into the end zone and then back out and fumbled at the six-yard line. They're probably going to rule him down here. Um, Lichty came out of the end zone, but at any rate, it'll be Giltner ball. First down and 10 from looks like their six-yard line. So long road to hoe here. Well, they avoid the turnover, but they're deep in the shadows of their own goalpost, and that's not where they want to be. They did avoid the fumble, so you need this drive to be successful if you're going to hang around in this game. So it looked like he fielded the ball at the two, tried to run in the end zone, maybe thought he'd get a touchback if he stepped in there, realized he didn't, and then Axtell just swarmed to the ball and took him down. First down and 10 for the Hornets. A quick pass out to the left side here is complete to Frederick, and he'll gain maybe a yard there on the play. 
Well, he's only got time to take about two steps back and toss that thing out. But if he's going to do it, it's going to be Kyle Frederick. He's the leading receiver this year. Just uh, not enough time to get down the field. And But uh, Deacon Wilson is a very capable passer. Four Hornets will huddle up here, break the huddle, and run that same formation. He's got Lichty and Frederick to his left. That's where they went last time. Let's see if they go here again. It'll be... Flush to the right here. Wilson will have to make a couple men miss, and he will unsuccessfully get the second guy to miss. So Wilson will, I believe, get right back to the original line of scrimmage. So no gain there. And this is tough because Axel sending more than they have blockers for. So you either got to make a man miss and get downfield, or you're going to have to throw out of that formation. They got double twins split out um, fairly wide, so there's there's no blocking up front. Um, so they're going to have to connect on one of these routes. So they'll go twins to the right this side, and a running back behind Wilson, the quarterback, and he'll take this snap and pump fake. He's got a man on the right sideline. He's behind him, and it is incomplete, but two flags are thrown right there at the 30-yard line. Pass was intended for Camden Humphrey, and it looks like it'll be defensive pass interference here. Yeah, the the ball is a 50-50 ball, and uh, there's just a little bit of contact. Um, I think enough for uh, for defensive pass interference, so they're going to get... Um, they're going to call it offensive pass interference here. No, it's defense. They're going to call defense. Okay. Giltner's walking back like it's on them. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, That's what I was going to Yeah, they got, they got the benefit there, so that is an automatic first down, and I think it's a 10-yard penalty in high school football. So they'll mark it here at the 22-yard line. So really not a big deal because if you don't interfere, if you think you're beat, you give yeah, up 10 exactly. yards instead of 30. Wilson or Frederick will keep this one. They'll put him at quarterback, try to get something going, and they'll go left to try to cut back right, and he'll absolutely get nothing going. Met there again by the Axtell defensive line also stepping up and make a play was Danberg from his free safety position. Yeah, those big three for Axtell, Danberg, uh, Skaggs, and Klingsborn are really uh, getting in the backfield and cleaning up. There's no broken tackles from Giltner. Um, they're filling in their gaps. They're staying true, and they're and they're really making it tough on Giltner. So Giltner, they they had the they had the deep route here. We'll see if they go to that again. Twins to both the left and the right of Wilson here. And he misses, makes the first guy miss, throws it low and incomplete. The ball was intended there for Camden Humphrey. And that'll stop the clock with 16 seconds to go in this opening quarter. We'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show coming up. We'll take a look at the Platteover Preps scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture Direct in Hastings here shortly. But another third down in long here for the Hornets. Yeah, so maybe a good time for a screen, maybe a, a tunnel screen or a jailbreak screen uh, since they're four wide, so, something along those lines to offset the pressure. Axtell's doing a good job. It's going to be a pitch here to Frederick, and it'll be fumbled there and but jumped on that's by actually, That's actually an incomplete pass because he pitched it forward, so it should be ruled an incomplete pass. We'll see if they catch it. Um, they do those touch passes forward. Yep, right. Should be an incomplete pass. Giltner should be able to keep it for fourth down. Officials get together and rule correctly. 
Anytime the ball's on the ground, everyone thinks it's a fumble, myself included there. So another bullet dodged by the Hornets. It'll be fourth down and 14. Well, now you got to punt it away, so not exactly great. So you just hope for good field position. They had the pooch punt last time. That's why they um, were able to punt it down about 40 yards. So Jacob Smith will boot this one away. It'll be fielded there by Klingsporn and block in the back at the 40-yard line. will bring this one back, pushed out of bounds. At the 20-yard line was Klingsporn with three seconds to go in the opening quarter. But another penalty on Axtell. Axtell doing some really good things, just... Too can't, aggressive. They can't, yeah, they're they're playing so hard. They're um, they're playing hard. They're just they're so close. If they can just get their head on the right side or get their hands inside or or be disciplined when trying to block a kick. So uh, fourth penalty on Axel tonight, and that's going to kill their field position. So what was going to be first down in. 10 from inside the 30. It'll be deep in now Axel territory again. They did go 90 yards, though, last time. This time they'll have to go 50 yards, 49 exactly, to find Pater with three seconds to go. We'll see what they do here. Going left to right as you're looking to your radio dial. We'll switch sides here shortly. And it'll be a quarterback keeper here by Danberg. He'll fall forward. And get maybe a half yard on the play, and it's all zeros here in the first quarter. Axtell leads it 16-0 over Gildner, and they have the ball, and they'll be going right to left as they start the second quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at playoverpreps.com. Breeze and Chevrolet is your one-stop shop to help you navigate the winter roads. Whether you're looking for a great selection of both new and pre-owned vehicles, need tires, or your vehicle service to keep you and your family safe on the roads, their neighborly sales staff is happy to assist you in finding your next winter-ready vehicle, and financing is available pending credit approval. For sales, service, parts, go to FriesenChevrolet.com. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet, just off Highway 6 in Sutton. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Save on Beautyrest mattresses during the Columbus Day event at Mattress Direct. In addition to sell prices on all Beautyrest mattresses, get up to 48 months no interest financing. New accounts even get a $50 Visa gift card when you use Synchrony Finance on your purchase. Sell prices, no interest financing, and 50 bucks? Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct in Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Giltner High School. We'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors that allow us to be here today in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth, powered by natural gas and diesel irrigations from Husker Power Products of both Hastings and Sutton. Also, Freezing Forward in Sutton, Freezing Chevrolet in Sutton, and Freezing Ford in Aurora. Thanks so many fine sponsors here. It'll be second down and 10 for the Wildcats, now going right to left here. It'll be a handoff to Skaggs, and Skaggs falls forward. He'll have almost a first down, but a penalty flag, and it looks like it'll be a hold here, Trent. It's a false start on the offense, I think. Um, Kind of a weird play. Usually they blow it dead, but so maybe they'll call it a legal shift and move it back five yards. I thought maybe it was a pre-snap penalty, too, just by the way that the ref really wasn't rushing in to spot the ball or anything like that. We'll wait for the official declaration here, and that's exactly what it is, an illegal shift. 
on the Wildcats. So they'll have to repeat second down. Five yards penalty here. Yeah, so if they're not sure right away, and if somebody's just not quite set, it's a little bit different than the false start. Basically the same thing, except they don't play. They don't call the play dead. So now, instead of a first down, you're looking at second down at 15, which, again, penalties. This isn't an issue tonight. Uh, they're up 16-0, but it will be going forward when you play um, – even you know you get in the playoffs, or you got a couple more district games with some with some tough opponents. So you got to clean up these penalties if you're Axtell. Yeah, they got Lawrence Nelson and Blue Hill to end the year, Tramp. And uh, Lawrence Nelson two and three. But if you look at their three losses to some of the best teams in D2, so Axtell's got a tough road to hoe the next two weeks. Under center now is Danberg. He'll pitch it to Skaggs off the right side. He'll break a tackle there. Gets across the 40-yard line, across the 30. Deep into Gildner territory, and he's finally knocked down at around the 11-yard line. So a major chunk play there by Tyler Danberg. He just shakes off those defenders, Trent. Yeah, just makes it look easy, really. A big, tall, strong, athletic kid, and uh, he got the sw- they ran the sweep, and he had blocking on the edge. And uh, I mean, there was just really nowhere there. But if you can't just try to tackle him by the shoestring or the belt. You gotta, you've got to wrap up. You've got to get in position, get squared up, and drive through and wait for help on him. Aaron Skaggs, just a, just a junior. We talked to Coach Marsh before the game. Said uh, this will be a excuse me a handoff to Klingsporn here. He'll be hitting the backfield there by the Giltner defensive line. Looks like Consbrook was in there on that play. Yeah, Consbrook. You got to get him blocked if you want to uh, try to run the ball north and south. That time they're in the trap. But uh, they weren't able to fill on Consbrook. He's he's a big, big, stout kid in the middle uh, from that nose guard position. So if you don't get him blocked, if you don't fill in, you can't cut him. He's he's too big. He's too fast. Um, he's going to get penetration and clean up those trap plays. Danberg in the shotgun look. Send Skaggs in motion. It'll be a quarterback keeper here by Tyler, and he'll dance into the end zone from 13 yards out. And Pater... Once again, for the Axtell Wildcats, and another easy touchdown for the Wildcats. Yes, he's only carried the ball six times, and uh, already has 83 yards, two touchdowns, so Tyler Danberg having a really good night, and that was just simple QB keeper off the edge. He just, um, was on the perimeter, there's been no answer from Giltner, and um, now you can... You can make this a three-score game, maybe a four, depending on two-point conversions. 10.30 to go here in the opening half, and Axtell's looking to make it 24 here. Danberg has a man out in the flat, and it is caught there, but out of bounds was Klingsporn. This looks like a screenplay. Go ahead. Yeah, he thought he had it. He caught the ball, but he was was ruled out of bounds, and him and the official had a nice little interaction there. So 22 to nothing here with 10.30 to go here in the opening quarter. We're live from Giltner High School. We'll take a break. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platverpreps.com. Gary Michaels Clothiers is welcoming the change of seasons with a wardrobe event. Select any suit or sport coat and pant and receive a dress shirt and tie free. A $100 value free. Designers like DKNY, Calvin Klein, S. Cohen, Michael Coors, and Austin Reed. Professionally tailored for the office or any event. New fall merchandise arriving daily in the ladies' department, now newly expanded in Kearney. Accessorize with hobo handbags, Brighton accessories, shoes, and leather goods. Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. 
The Breeze 94.5. Let's take a quick look at our Furniture Direct scoreboard update. In Class A, in a game over on KKPR, Kearney leading Lincoln Southwest. That's likely for the district title tonight. That's first quarter score. In a battle of unbeatens, Grand Island leading Millard West 7-0 in the second quarter. In Class B, all first quarter scores here. Northwest and York tied at 7. Hastings trails Seward 14-7. And McCook and Holdridge are scoreless. Over in D1, we have an 8-0 lead for Elm Creek over Amherst. In D2, we've got our 22-0 score with Giltner. We're 10-30 to go in this one. We'll give you some more Class C scores here coming up. But first, we got the kickoff here. For the Wildcats, do it all man Tyler Danberg will boot this one away. And this was a nice kick. It's going to be fielded right around the three yard line by Lichty. Oh, and he got hit hard by Klingsporn. And Gildner player is slow to get up. And on his back, we'll take a break here on the Breeze 94.5 as they look at the injured player. And we'll be back in two minutes. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platverpreps.com. EMS Enterprise of Gothenburg, Nebraska is having their annual show cattle sale on Saturday and Sunday, October 19th and 20th at the place three miles west of Gothenburg on Highway 30, selling 20 head of steers and heifers. Sires include Monopoly, Monopoly Clones, and Here I Am. Cattle can be viewed now through the 20th by contacting Kent Schlake at 402-416-2916 or look for us on our Facebook page, EMS Enterprise Show Cattle. Bids will be taken as a phone bid off or in person. Person. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hosier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. The Breeze, 94.5. And we're back here at Giltner High School, and good to see here Trent. Nate Lichty stands up on his own power and is on the sideline. Yeah, it's good to see him get up. That was a hard hit. Um, scary situation, but I think he's probably going to be okay. Uh, I would say they're going to take his helmet from him and make him sit the rest of the day. Trainers are looking at him, and, and hopefully he'll be okay. First down and 10 now here for the Hornets, and it'll be a screen pass intended for Humphrey. It's incomplete, batted down at the line. 
Now, I'll go back to my playing experience. I had a similar play on a kickoff return when I was in high school. And what they're doing right now, Trent, this is going to be like the concussion protocol. They're going to make him stand on one leg, run up the sideline like they did when I was in high school once. I failed all that, so they took my helmet away. Like you said, they might have already done that with Nate, but uh, their medical staff's looking at him right now. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, they'll continue looking at him and. And they're taking all the precautionary steps. And, and that time, uh, Giltner ran offense and uh, ran screenplay, almost got picked off. Uh, that would have been not good to. Fumble here, snap on under center was Wilson, and unable to field that snap. So it'll be another loss of about a yard there for the quarterback. So third down and long for the Hornets. That can be tricky when it's a little bit cold and uh, you, have the, you have the injury on the field and you're getting a little bit. A little bit shook up, and then the then the screenplay was tipped. So a lot of things going on. You're down three scores. So step one, you got to get the, the snap taken care of. But now they're going to go uh, twins here. See if they try to air this thing out or run a screen. Wilson, the quarterback, in the shotgun look this time. He'll have his defender pick up the block there, and it's intended here for Caden Humphrey on the right side and it's going to be well over his head so it'll be fourth down and punting time for the Hornets so another three and out for the Axtell defense. Well the good thing there was they kept the running back in to uh, for pass protection and he did a good job picking up the blitzer so it was uh, four rushers versus four blockers and everybody did their job able to get a good clean pass off. High snap here gets it away and fielded at the 30 yard line Fumbled there by Klingsporn, but a nice job picking it up. And he'll lose yards on the return, but a good job avoiding what could have been catastrophe for the Wildcats. Yeah, I don't even know how he got it because uh, Fredericks came in and gave him a shove as um, Klingsporn was trying to pick up the ball, and he must must have some Velcro or stick yeah. him on his gloves because it just it was like a magnet there. And I'm surprised the ball was able to get pride from his gloves after that play. That was a heck of a job by him to to clean that thing up and avoid the turnover. Duxton cleans form with the stick him on his hands. He'll be split out to the right here. Skaggs will be behind Danberg, and it'll be a handoff to Skaggs, and he'll get across the 35-yard line down around the 38. So we'll call it a gain of four here. Oh, good, nice little pop there by Kyle Frederick. Came and made the tackle on the simple little dive play. So accidentally moving the ball. They're averaging 10 yards a carry on offense. That's uh, Coach Dean Marsh is That's probably pretty down, happy with that. I, yeah, that math is right. Just run the ball, you get a first down. That's right. Under center now will be Danberg. Fullback will be Klingsporn. And Skaggs will dot the eye. It'll be a counter play right up the middle. And they'll lose about a half yard here. So Giltner defensive line doing a dang good job there. And guess who? Cole Consbrook with another one. Yeah, he's, he's a good football player in that time. Just wrestled through that Axtell offensive line and there was nothing there. What's been money for Axtell is getting to the perimeters on those quarterback keepers or fly sweeps. So um, looking at third and eight, I would imagine they're going to go back to the well. So we'll see if they go to that as well. Shotgun formation here for Danberg. Skaggs behind him. Klingsport will be the lead blocker. It'll be a quarterback keeper is exactly what they're going to do. And he'll get the edge, but it's because of a hold, most likely. Two flags flying in from two officials. And he'll have enough for a first down down at the 35-yard line. But there is laundry. Yeah, it's kind of scary what Axtell would be able to do if they just get out of their own way. The only thing they're doing right now is shooting themselves in the foot. Five penalties so far. 
And uh, it's either a hold or a block in the back, and they're going to move him back a long ways, 10 yards. So now you're looking at third and 18. They haven't attempted a pass yet, but they're averaging nine yards of carry, so uh, probably can't do any wrong. You're probably in four-down territory if you can cut this thing in half. So it'll officially be a hold. Third down and long. Clock is now winding. Going to be under eight minutes to go here. And although it's third down and 18, Trent, I still feel like they run that same play. They might be able to get it. They'll go back to pass here. They've got a screen set up on the other side for Skaggs. It's complete, and he's at the 30-yard line. He'll get across midfield. He'll have the first down, and he'll get knocked out of bounds at the 26-yard line, 27-yard line. Yeah, great screen play. I mean, what they did, they took their twins, they ran them off deep, and then they just took the running back out of the backfield and left him in a flat and ran the quarterback to the other side and then just threw it across the field. And, man, that's that's nice to have. Well, that's set up because you can run the ball so well. So they knew it was probably a passing situation, so they dropped back, tried to get the defense spread out on the screen and worked to perfection for them. So Axtell moving the ball really good today. I-formation look. It'll be a quarterback keeper. Looks like they tried to hand it off to Pinksborn, but Danberg will keep it, and he'll get around the 16-yard line, so gain of 12 uh, by Tyler Danberg, the quarterback. And Axtell, they've got about three guys that could kill you, Trent. Yeah, that's that's what Coach Marsh said in the pregame interview, if you listen to Jeff. Uh, before the game, he said, we've got th- about three guys that are studs, and you know, the rest of them aren't bad, but those are our three skill guys that we lean on, and they've shown that tonight. They'll go under center here from the 15-yard line. They're in the red zone, and it'll be a handoff to Skaggs, and Skaggs inside the 10, and he'll be down around the 6-yard line, I believe. Just simple little crossbuck. You stick one arm out, you fake it to your fullback, hand the ball off on the other side to your running back, and he's... Uh, that's a good play for them. It's quick. Um, it's misdirection, and it got them eight yards there. So now they're looking at second two from the seven. So they'll have a couple cracks at it here. They don't need a first down, or they can get a first down without finding the end zone. And it'll be a pass here. They fake to dive up the middle. Intended for Klingsporn, and the refs have signaled successful completion. So Dustin Klingsporn finds the end zone for the first time today. A seven-yard touchdown reception from the quarterback, Tyler Danberg. And Xtel finds Paydirt again, 28-0. Yeah, I'd imagine it's something like I write 34 crossbuck play action to Klingsporn. And he, there was nobody home. They just ran the receiver out of the backfield and a little, basically a pop pass on the play action. And, and uh, it was good. And then uh, they tack on the extra point to... Uh, that's the first time we've seen somebody kick an extra point in eight-man this year. And the kick is good. So it'll be 29 to nothing, the Wildcats, with the early lead here in the second quarter. 6-10 to go. We'll take a break. Back at 30, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platverpreps.com. This is Bob from b Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. 
The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back. 29-0 lead for the Wildcats after the seven-yard touchdown catch from Dustin Klingsporn to or from Tyler Danberg to Dustin Klingsporn. Let's take a look at that scoreboard update over another eight-man score. We have for you Lawrence Nelson leading Blue Hill 8-6 in the second quarter. Cambridge over Alma 32-12 in the second quarter. And let's take a quick look at C2. We've got a 6-0 lead for Wood River over GICC. All second quarter scores here. Ord over Broca Bow, 19-0. Adam Central leading Minden on KICS, 14-0. Carney Catholic leading Cozad, 17-0. And Central City over February, 14-0. Dan Berg will boot this one. It'll be fielded at the four-yard line by Giltner. And another big hit by Klingsporn. And this time it'll be fumbled away. And I believe Axtell has it. And they do. I mean, there comes a point where you just got to try to get that thing through the end zone and, and take the field position because the last two kickoff returns, you had a you had an injury and, uh, and then the fumble on the on the big hit. Axtell's got three or four really fast, athletic guys running down the field on kickoff, and if they meet you one-on-one in a phone booth, they're, they're going to make you pay, and that's what they did there. Dustin Klingsporn, he's just... Tough is what basically Coach Dean Marsh described him as. And after watching a couple different plays here on kickoff coverage, I would have to agree with the coach. Under center is Danberg. They'll fake the handoff to Klingsporn and it'll be thrown across the middle and complete. And that's actually Calvin Johnson in from his tight end position. So Calvin Johnson gets the touchdown. Good to see Calvin Johnson back. Here in Giltner, Nebraska, not where I thought I would see him. But uh, sophomore makes a nice catch, just a little play action, pop pass over the middle, and Axtell has things rolling here. Alvin Johnson, the former defense or Detroit Lion, and this extra point attempt just sneaks inside the right upright as well. So Tyler Danberg, again, Mr. Do-It-All, gives Axtell the 36 to nothing lead with just under six minutes to go until the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. We'll take a break. Back in one minute, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platteverpreps.com. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The Breeze 94.5. And we're back here at Giltner High School, and Axtell will get another kickoff attempt here, and Giltner fields this one and gets it across the 20-yard line and a positive play here for Giltner as they kept possession of this one. And they'll have it first down and 10 now from the 20, let's say 20-and-a-half-yard line here. 5.52 to go until halftime. I mean, another big hit on the kickoff coverage. Axtell playing so hard. They're playing fast and physical. If they can clean up some of these penalties, uh, 
They're going to be a force in the playoffs. Looks like it'll be a direct snap to Frederick, and he'll get positive yardage, but another popping of the pads, if you will. Klingsporn and Skaggs in on, or excuse me, Danberg in on the hit there. Yeah, Klingsporn just plays so physical. Uh, Coach Marsh said he's only 140 pounds, but you would never be able to tell just by looking at the way he plays football. He is he does not back down. He does not miss tackles, and he will make those pads pop. And um, he's living up to the he's living up to Coach's hype so far. Plays that strong side linebacker position. It'll be another direct snap to Frederick, and he'll fall forward again and get a couple more yards. About one or two. Yeah, so now you're uh, third and five. That's manageable. If you can uh, keep, maybe keep that running back in. You don't. Ha- it doesn't have to be your running back. You can, you can put somebody back to pick up a blitz, a blitzer. Because sometimes it's hard to, uh, as a lineman, to kind of pick out who's coming. So if you put somebody back, it actually gives you a little more time to pick up the, uh, the blitzing linebacker. See what they do here. It'll be another direct snap to Frederick, and all over it was the Axtell defensive line. Looked like Skaggs in on that one. Yeah, nowhere to go. Just this is a simple case of um, Axtell's just got just a little bigger, stronger, faster tonight, and yeah. uh, and and they're playing like it too. They're 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 full throttle. They wrap up, and uh, they don't they don't. They don't let any uh, ball carriers go. And when it's Frederick back there, the odds are they know it's going to be a run, so it allows them to freely get there. This is going to be a punt attempt by Lance McKay. He'll get it off. It'll bounce at the 30 and take a Giltner roll here for another two yards. It'll be 4.01 to go here until the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. And Klingsporn and company are just out physically in Giltner, and they're going to take a timeout real quick to talk it over. Excel will right here before their next drive. 4.01 to go till halftime. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platverpreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Gilder. I'd like to thank many of the fine sponsors that allow us to be here, including the Husker Power Products broadcast booth sponsor, uh, Husker Power Products, natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of both Hastings and Sutton, and Sutton Mustangs, the team we've had here on The Breeze 94.5. We could see them throughout the playoffs here as well. See if Axtell will join them. And Axtell in at quarterback now and throwing incomplete. So the second teamers are in now in for Axtell. And this is valuable because you can get some new guys, some playing experience, and it's not against JV guys. It's it's against uh, varsity players. So. so Brennan Runge is your new quarterback for Axtell. And he rolled right and just missed his receiver. So it'll stop the clock with 3.56 to go. In this opening half, we'll see how 
Heck, still, they continue marching it down. Klingsporn's still in the game. They're going to give it to him in this jet sweep motion. He'll cut it upfield and get uh, back to the original line of scrimmage, maybe a half-yard gain. Yeah, trying to get his some, get him some yards. They're going to keep him in the ball game. And Axtell's got decent numbers as far as um, reserves go. You look at Giltner sidelines; they've got about four or five kids. You look over at Axtell; there's, you know, there's eight or nine. That makes a big difference, especially when it comes to practice. Well, I guess Giltner's got a few here wearing the black coats, so and that throws it off a little bit. But still, Axtell a lot, a lot more numbers. Yeah, pitch play here off the left side and finding the hole is Klingsporn cutting it back up. It's spinning around across the 40-yard line and inside of Wildcat territory. It'll finally be drugged down at the 34-yard line. Yeah, circle, circle, truck stick for Dustin Klingsporn. I thought he was going to take that thing. Uh, did a nice job of just juking defenders and just keeping those feet going. Almost broke it loose, but um, Giltner came in, cleaned up the play. So we'll see Brennan Rugby likely for the rest of the game here for the Wildcats. If the score holds, we'll have the running clock here in this second half. In at fullback now is Joe French, it looks like. And they'll hand it off to him. He'll get a gain of about three yards. Yeah, so just a quick hitter up the middle with French. And and now you're second and seven. You just kind of want to... You want to score, but you got some of your younger guys in. You got you got a couple starters out there. You can't completely put everybody in, but uh, um, yeah, you're gonna to want to melt some clock, but try to get in that end zone. You got two minutes, plenty of time. So that I formation look here, Rungi will go back to pass. He's gonna try and throw it to his receiver incomplete. Looked like Nick Pearson yeah. was the intended receiver. Nick made a couple of nice defensive plays earlier in this game. Plenty of arm there. Yeah. But you don't want to leave that thing short. You leave that thing short, it's Oski the other way for Giltner. So that time, just overthrew him a little bit. That's all right. You like to see the arm strength. You can always dial it back. You can't. It's hard to add it on. So 2.14 to go here in this opening quarter. Here on the Breeze 94.5. Glad to have you along here. Pitch cross to Klingsporn. He'll juke back into the middle. Laundry thrown onto the field. A couple extra there here on the near side. Likely be a hold, and that's what the referee says. So back up, Axtell, some more yardage. So not a clean, you know, if you look at the score, 369, you think it's just a blowout for Axtell. Uh, but they've had a few, uh, like I said, not a very clean game from Axtell yet. Yeah, six penalties, and they've all been big ones, whether it was, you know, running into the kicker or holding or a block in the back. Um, this one's going to be a holding or a pass interference. It's just been kind of a, an array of different, different penalties and like we keep saying you got to clean them up if if you want to stay in this district race and see what happens Xtel will finish the year hosting a couple games with Lawrence Nelson at Blue Hill and we'll likely see him in the round of 32 for Class D2 Rungi back to pass he's going to be flushed to the right throws across his body has a man open but overthrow or falling down incomplete was Klingsporn. Had him had him there, Trent, but lost his footing incomplete. He's got a cannon. I mean, that ball just explodes out of his arm. It, he's got a good zip on it. He can he can spin it, that's for sure. But uh, fourth and 19, we're probably going to see punt number one for yep. Axtell tonight. Rungi is their punter, six foot, 170 pounder. 
Trent accurately described his cannon for an arm. And he'll boot this one away end of our end kick. It's going to bounce at the 14-yard line, going to roll inside the five, and going to be down right around the half-yard line. So an absolutely perfect punt for Brennan Runge, and he's greeted warmly by his teammates on the sideline. So everything's seemingly going really well here for XL. Yeah, we're going to. We might have to tell Pat McAfee about that one. That one was for the brand. For the brand. Yeah, down the down the one yard line. You, it's always fun to see. I do want to give him a little flack though. But um, he's got the hoodie underneath yeah. the pads. Not a big fan of that. I'm, you know, I'm a for, I'm a big guy. I'm a former lineman, so I didn't even like to wear sleeves if we could get away with it. So Gilner will take it. Over first down and 10 from about the half-yard line, 136 to go. Just going to try and get out of the own end zone here. It's going to be a quarterback sneaker with, look like, Wilson in at quarterback. And if you're Giltner, you're just hoping to either get some room or the clock runs out. you got a minute 20. you got to run at least two more plays before you punt or get some yards and get a first down anyways. They're going tempo here. Twins both... Left and right of Wilson, and right up the middle, uh, he had a couple Axtell defenders right in his face, so he had to get rid of it early. Pass falls incomplete. A couple guys down here, one each for Axtell and Giltner. The Axtell defender is already up. Not sure if they ran into each other, Trent. Did you see that? Hard to see. Um, and, you know, these kind of scores, you hope. Hope nothing bad happens. Well, you never hope anything bad happens, but especially in a, in a game like this. So they're going to tend to the injured player. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platteverpress.com. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back. We're a minute nine away from the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Let's take a look at that scoreboard update here in C1. Aurora with a 13-7 lead over Boone Central Newman Grove in the second quarter. Adam Central 21-0 over Minden. That's in the second quarter as well. Carney Catholic big over Kozad 24-0. And Ord, 19-0 over Broca Bow. At the half, over on Power 99, 14-0. Kearney over Lincoln Southwest. Grand Island still with a seven-point lead over Millard West in the second quarter. And it looks like the injured player is up and on his feet. Camden Humphrey for the Hornets. So good positive sign there. Over in B, Northwest takes a 14-7 lead over York. Still in the first half there. Holdridge. Trails McCook now 21-0, and Hastings trails Seward 14-7. That's over on our sister station, 
1230 AM KJS. That scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct of Hastings. We deliver the score. They deliver your, to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any Beautyrest mattress purchase. Get more than you expect when you shop Furniture Direct just south of Sonic in Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. They're down at nine now for the Hornets. It's going to be a keeper on the left side, and getting a nice gain there was Dakin Wilson. Going to be short of the first down to go, Tramp, but he was able to get out of the own his own end zone. Yeah, now that gives him a little bit more room to snap the ball back and punt this thing away. Unless you want to go for it, but with 49 seconds left, you don't want to you don't want to get a Vaxtell another chance to uh, put one on the board with short field position if you don't get it. So fourth and three, set to punt it away. And they'll snap it with 37 seconds to go and. Klingsporn will take it at the 28-yard line. He'll get across the 20. Penalty flag is down, and he is in the end zone for a touchdown, but this one will be coming up. And uh, the punt was it was like almost a pump fake. <laughs> so, well, yeah, the defender, the defender tries to block the shot, so he pump fake, steps around him, gets his feet set, and kicks it. And they return it for a touchdown, but Axtell with a lot of speeding tickets tonight. Yep. And they're going to... Bring this one back instead of six points for Klingsporn. They're gonna they're gonna march it back to the uh, probably about the 25 yard line, and they'll have to run some offense with 25 seconds left. So we'll see if they can find the end zone one more time here. They'll start it at the Giltner 25, so they don't have to go too far. But they have 25 seconds. They have two timeouts remaining. They did use the one to get their subs into this game, but they still do have some starters in the game like Klingsporn. So you can expect. That he'll get the ball here for Axtell. First down and 10 here from the 25-yard line. Rungi in at quarterback. For um, Sending Klingsporn in motion. They're going to hand it off to him on the jet sweep. And he's going to be tackled there. And he'll probably gain a half yard. Nice job there by Wilson and Dakin Wilson. I think this clock's going to run out unless they call timeout, but... Up 36 nothing. I just let it go and go to halftime. So looks like Xtel is going to let this one go. Clock reads 3, 2, and 1. And it is halftime here from Gildner High School where the Xtel Wildcats lead it right now 36 to nothing after one period of play. Stay tuned. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show is next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plateverpreps.com. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Giltner High School. The Giltner dance team bracing the frigid temperatures out there doing their halftime routine. They're not in their typical cheerleading outfit. They got the nice warm coats on. That's a smart move there. Welcome into the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. Ravenna Sanitation says, Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business and residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Well, let's take a look quick at the drive summary here. It started off 
Giltner had the ball and an interception on the third play of the game was tipped by quarterback Tyler Danberg into his teammate Quinn Bertrand's hands. And so Axtell already with the big play was able to take it on their first drive. 35 yards, a six-yard touchdown run by Aaron Skaggs, and Axtell was up 8-0 after the successful two-point conversion. Giltner then three and out, and Axtell found Pater right on their next possession. A four-yard touchdown run by Tyler Bamberg. It was a 70-yard uh, drive, excuse me. 16-0 Axtell after the successful two-point conversion. Giltner another three and out punt, and Axtell with another touchdown. 13 yards this time from Tyler Danberg on the quarterback keeper. Geltner three and out. And Axtell found Pater seven-yard touchdown run from Dustin to Ducks from from Tyler Danberg to Dustin Klingsborn. And Danberg kicked the extra point. It was 29-0 Axtell. Then on the ensuing kickoff, it was a fumble after a nice uh, fumble caused by Dustin Klingsborn. Axtell recovered the fumble. And then they went on their next play, 15 yards, with a touchdown reception to Calvin Johnson. So Tyler Danberg found the end zone for the fourth time in this game. He kicked the extra point as well and got us to 36-0. Uh, Giltner and Axtell then traded punts the rest of the half as Axtell had brought in the reserves. And Giltner just wasn't able to get anything going here on this cold frigid. October night. We'll take a break. We'll look at the numbers next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at pulleverpreps.com. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug in Minden. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Giltner High School. The dance team is done here on the Rosanna Sanitation Halftime Show. Find us in your local yellow pages. It's time to look at the numbers. Let's bring in Trent here to look at. Looks like Giltner will be up first. Yeah, we're going to start with the Hornets. It is Dakin Wilson, one for four, two yards, one interception. Dakin Wilson also ran the ball eight times for a total of seven yards. Kyle Frederick, five carries for zero yards. Um, Kyle Frederick did have one catch for two yards. So just 13 total yards, 18 total yards on nine plays, averaging two yards a, a play, so not great considering last week they had 306 total yards of offense at Blue Hill in the rain. So so you look at Axtell up 36-0. to zero. It's Tyler Danberg, 3-for-3, three 45 three, yards, two touchdowns. And receiving, Dustin Klingsborn, one catch, seven yards and a touchdown. Aaron Skaggs, one catch for 23 yards. And Calvin Johnson, one catch for 15 yards and a touchdown. Brennan Rungi has thrown the ball three times, no completions. So, XL three for six for 45 yards, two touchdowns. Rushing the ball, Dustin Klingsborn, 10 carries for 38 yards. Aaron Skaggs, eight carries for 70 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Danberg, seven carries, 95 yards and two touchdowns. So, four total touchdowns for Tyler Danberg. 
Offensively, the Axtell Wildcats gained 248 yards on 31 plays, averaging 8 yards a play. Well, the, well, the numbers do explain it all right there. Uh, Geltner, uh, 13, 18 total yards, and Axtell running up and down the field as well. You can hear the Giltner band here on this nice October evening. We're here at the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. We'll take a break and look at the Furniture Direct scoreboard update one more time. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platverpreps.com. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back here to Giltner High School. Trent Ockengay and Jeff Table here with you in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth, powered by natural gas and diesel irrigations from Husker Power Products of both Hastings and Sutton. Like to welcome our listeners online at palaverpreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. All of our streaming this year is brought to you by Barney Insurance as well. I'd like to thank many fine sponsors, including BB Carpet, who brings us the Plaver Preps Athlete of the Month, Elm Creek Volleyball's Whitney Bauer, and Carney High's Philip Tran. Of tennis are your reigning athletes of the month. We've seen a lot of good performances here tonight, including Aaron Skaggs. He could be a, a nominee today, so go ahead and nominate him by going to plaverpreps.com. One boy and one girl will be your winners, and there's a form right there on the Athlete of the Month tab on plaverpreps.com. They'll be listed on the website. We'll give them a nice certificate and a free plaverpreps t shirt. It is 36 to nothing here. Stay tuned. The Friday Night Scoreboard Show will be brought to you by Ruts and Rivals. Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Sports Bar and Grill. So it would be a good idea to call Ruts if your heater isn't working. If you're listening to the game, call them. They serviced us at the radio station the other day. So uh, glad to have Ruts with us for another year. Let's take a look at that Furniture Direct scoreboard update. If you're at a game and you don't hear the score, go ahead and text or call it in 308 646 0506 watt at the live scoreboard and we'll get it on to the Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct of Hastings. We deliver the score, they deliver to your door. Get free local delivery, setup and removal of any beauty rest mattress purchase. Get more than you expect when you shop Furniture and Mattress Direct just south of Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. We've got a lot more halftime scores to get you. Let's start. In the largest class in the state of Nebraska, Class A, Kearney leading Lincoln Southwest in the district championship game, albeit not officially. It is a 14-0 lead for the Bearcats. Islanders lead Millard West 7-6, a top-five matchup in Class A. In Class B, we're all at the half here, folks. Northwest leads York 14-7. Hastings leads Seward 14-7. McCook leads Holdridge 21-0. Still need a Lexington at Scottsbluff score. Likely just kicked off about 10 minutes ago at Bearcats Stadium in Scotts Bluff. C1 now. All halftime scores unless noted. It is Central City 14-6 over Fairbury. Carney Catholic 24-0 over Cozad. Adams Central 21-0 over Minden. 
19-0 second quarter lead for Broken Bow, 19-7 lead for Aurora over Boone Central Newman Grove in the second quarter as well. Looks like Aurora just put up another score, 24-7. The Huskies lead Boone Central Newman Grove. Let's jump over to C2 here real quick. Still need scores from Gibbon at Centura, Raymond Central at St. Cecilia, Sandy Creek at Sutton, St. Paul at O'Neill, Superior at Donovan Trumbull. The only C2 score from our area that we have is a halftime score of Grand Island Central Catholic and Wood River. It is 7-6. Crusaders on top of the Eagles. Let's jump down to six-man real quick. Eustace Farnham with a halftime lead over Wilcox Hildreth, 54-16. It's homecoming night at Wilcox Hildreth, so it's a chilly night for the Falcons. And Eustace Farnham right now with a 54-16 lead over the Falcons. In D1, Amherst trails Elm Creek, 28 to nothing. That's at halftime. Also at half, Ravenna leading Palmer, 46-24. Late second quarter, Cambridge leads Alma, 32-12. We still need scores from Arcadia Loop City at Burwell and Heartland at Shelton. Let's jump down to Class D2 here at Giltner High School. It is 36-0. Axtell leads Giltner. Excuse me, at the half, third quarter just underway now. Elwood leads Bertrand 52-12, to running clock on that one. Blue Hill 12-6, to late second quarter on last check. Overton on Alsumna Myrna and Pleasanton at Loomis are the other D2 area scores that we are looking for, and we'd we'll like to get them in for the Friday Night Scoreboard Show coming up on 1230 AM KHS and our sister station Power 99 shortly after the games are done. We'll take a break. We'll have the third quarter kickoff next. You're listening to High School Football on PlaverPreps.com and and 1230 on uh, The Breeze 94.5. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone. Technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Gilton High School. We will have a 35-point running clock here in the second half. To start, uh, except for uh, there are some times where we won't have the running clock during call timeouts, uh, during the third and fourth quarter break, of course, uh, following a score that will restart once the kickoff is made uh, during a penalty enforcement. So you won't see that uh, on a holding, but once they get there ready for play, they will start the running clock again. An extended injury, and we've had a couple of those tonight. Luckily, um, from all indications, both players are still safely on the sideline, so that's a good thing to see. Anytime officials deem it necessary for safety reasons as well, you will see the uh, play clocks or the running clock stop, and um, it will resume um, back to a normal clock operation. So they would stop the clock 
for out of bounds and places like that. If it gets under 35 points tonight, it is 36 to nothing right now on Excel. So we'll have a running clock to start this one. And if you're Giltner, you're going to hope it gets under uh, 35 again, Trent. Uh, and if you're Excel, you just hope the reserves. Um, not saying that both teams want this game to get over with, but uh, if you're Giltner, you want to avoid injury. So maybe you're not going to try to, you know, go all out, but uh, still, and this one's in, not in doubt, but uh, both teams are going to continue to play hard. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, Giltner, fairly young team, so they're going to come out and they're going to try to play hard and finish the game. Uh, they played really tough last week. They've, they've put up a fight, but we're in our seventh game of the year, and it's just hard. To, uh, the season just wears on you. It seems short, but to those players, they practice for four weeks before their first game, and then you know, you've got one bye week um, slipped in there. But, yeah, game seven, you haven't won a game. Your season's starting to wear on you. But, uh, you know, these players, they're not going to give up. They're going to keep playing hard. And and even when the scoreboard is what it is. But Axtell, they're going to get some of their younger guys in and try to get them some experience, try to, try to build program depth as uh, we go on on this game. Well, we'll take one final break. We'll have the third quarter kickoff next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at plateverpreps.com. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back. I'd like to thank the producer engineer back in the studio, Sterling, for pushing all the buttons and getting Trent and I on the air on this cold but still nice night here in Giltner. And it is 36 to nothing. Extel with the lead. Better hope you get this ball kicked deep because I think they're they're itching for one more play. I don't know how long these starters are going to play, so you got a starter back deep. That'll be an onside kick here for Giltner. It'll be fielded by the... Interior lineman, and the clock is now running as we are in a running clock scenario. So Giltner will have it first down and 10 from the 39-yard line. And as Trent mentioned, you'll see a few starters back in the game. Looks like starting quarterback Tyler Danberg is back in there. Going to try to get one more score because if, even if you don't get the point after conversion, it'll be a, a um, eight-point lead, and at that point, um, it's going to be tough to not get the clock to stop here. So under center, Danberg for the Wildcats. And it'll be a, a miss handoff. It'll look like to Skaggs, so Danberg will have to keep it. Still gets positive yardage. We'll call it a gain of two here on first down. And that's what you don't want. You don't want to come out and be sloppy. You know, you probably told your guys, hey, go out there, give us one good series, and then you're coming out of the game. Well, you can't come out and you can't. Be sl- yeah, I mean, they got two yards, but they had the miss handoff where uh, maybe communication wasn't great there. So, But it is th- it was a three-yard game. So under center now, under 11 to go here. Danberg hands it off to Skaggs, and Skaggs falls forward. 
Lowers the pad level and gets to the 36-yard line. So two or three more. It's third down and manageable. Yeah, nice little cross buck there. So fake to the full bag. Running back coming on the other side, and it's got to be quick because uh, if you if you don't fake it good enough, uh, linebacker's eyes are going to come back and swallow that thing up. Shotgun formation here. Quarterback keeper to the right. And Danberg will fall forward to the 29-yard line. So depending on the spot, should be a first down here. And that is the official word from the official. So it'll be first down and 10 for the Wildcats. And the clock will stay running. It was really good perimeter blocking there. And Danberg did a really good job of staying patient, waiting behind his blockers. A lot of times you can outrun your blockers, and then you'll get tackled you know, a few yards shorter in that time. He was patient. He waited, had the hand on the back like you see maybe Le'Veon Bell do, and got the first down. I-formation look for the Wildcats. They're not taking all the play clock, so they're still running their offense here. Counterplay to Klingsporn. Ball's on the ground. And it looks like he falls right back on top of it, so it won't be a turnover here for XL. But like we had mentioned earlier, it's not a very, despite the 36 nothing score here, Plenty of things for Coach Marsh to look at on film and work on for next week. Yeah, balls hit the ground a couple times. Uh, we talked about those six penalties in the first half. So, yep, some things to clean up. But they're playing fast and physical, which is always good. Max tell I formation look here. It'll be a pitch to Skaggs, and he's got plenty of run to room there. And inside the 15, inside the 10, dives for the pylon. And he's in. Touchdown, Wildcats. 30-yard scamper off the edge for... Um, Tyler Danberg, I believe. Aaron Skaggs. Skaggs. Aaron Skaggs. Yep, there's a pitch play on yeah. the left side there. Yeah, Aaron Skaggs, 30 yards and blink of an eye. And nice, nice physical run by him, capped it off. And that's exactly what Axtell wanted to do. They wanted to come out, run one play, or run one drive, and, and try to get on the board. So now they're actually going to kick and uh, try to go for one. And it'll be a bad handoff, or a bad uh, snap, or hold, excuse me. And it'll be Rungi falling on it there. And so the point after touchdown is no good. 42-0 lead. Axel gets a touchdown here to open up the third quarter. 8.49 to go here on the Breeze 94.5. Back in 60 seconds, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze and PlatteRiverPreps.com. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hosier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Extel today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. This is Eric Lichty, the branch manager of Giltner State Bank, a branch of Henderson State Bank, member FDIC. I would like to invite you to stop into our new location just off of the Giltner Spur. Come meet our friendly staff and visit with us about our products and services. We have a hometown-friendly atmosphere that will make your banking experience pleasant. 
We specialize in agricultural loans as well as your personal loan needs. We're an equal housing lender. Come in and see what we can do for you. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Kiltner High School. That ball gets booted into the end zone. And it'll be 8.49 to go here for the Giltner Hornets. Coach Bardos and his team. A lot of fight on that team. They they played hard last week against Blue Hill. We weren't able to come away with a victory, but I was impressed by their effort. Yeah, really good effort. I think they were inside the 10-yard line three times and failed to score. And that game was a three-score game, but it was tight, 8-6 going into the fourth quarter. So, And sometimes you put all that emotion into one week, it can it can kind of carry over to next week and just kind of get away from you. Eagle Wilson will roll right. Now he runs left, gets a block there on the edge. And gets hit hard out of bounds. It'll be a late hit out of bounds. Three flags come flying in at the 25-yard line. Yeah, and lots That's definitely a, that's going to be a big one. So add another 15 to that one. And uh, Deacon Wilson, nice little 10-yard run off the edge. At Axtell, they play so fast and physical, but um, they're just chomping at the bit, and it's hard to hard to pull the reins yeah. back on them. And uh, they're playing through the whistle, that's for sure. So they'll advance the ball 15 more yards here for Giltner. And um, like Tran said, there's that there's that line that they're towing. At some points they cross that line. And at some points I think maybe when they get maybe a more um, equal opponent, um, it'll be harder to cross that line. And at some point they're just outmanning. Gilner tonight with the, the, with all that speed and physicality. Yeah, because when you play a better, uh, you know, some of these really good teams and those penalties happen, they can they can kind of get you flustered if that happens. Wilson will be keeping it here on the right side, breaks the tackle in the backfield, but he'll still lose a yard. Not much running room there off the edge. Um, still a lot of a lot of starters in for Axtell, which you know you've got to be able to play a full game so. Um, you can't really, you can't be mad at them for playing their starters. That's for sure. It's just, just a matter of um, both teams trying to finish this thing out. If you're Giltner, you're, you're trying to run your offense and you're trying to improve. Your young team, um, not a lot of seniors on this team, but uh, you're just trying to build for the future. So twins to the right and to the left of Wilson. See what play call Coach Bartos came up with. It's a quarterback keeper. Spins out of the first tackle and then gets hit in the backfield again. So another loss of yard uh, for Dakin Wilson. But Dakin Wilson, he's so athletic, Trent. But he's he can't get away from four Axel defenders. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not all on him because he's he's spinning, he's juking, he's getting away in the backfield. It's just not gaining anything. Hard for them to get north and south. So. Uh, looking at third and long here, we do have the running clock, so we're almost to six minutes already in this third quarter. We'll see if see if Dake and Wilson gonna try to air it out here on uh, third and long. Six twenty six to go till fourth quarter here. Dakin will throw this one. He has got a man, and he underthrows him. It's intercepted at the twenty six yard line by Dustin Klingsporn. Just threw behind his receiver, Trent, and another turnover for the Wildcats, their second of the night. Yeah, just the seam route there. Um, the safety, the, the linebacker that was covering him trailed, and then he had, they had a safety coming across from the other side, and they had help, and 
and you got to fit it in a tight window, and that time just thrown a little bit behind, and Klingsporn comes up with the interception. So now Axtell going to take over on the 27-yard line, I think, and now they'll put in their, their JV guys and try to get them some experience. So Rungi was the quarterback last time. I see him on the sideline, so this might even be the third-string quarterback here for Axtell. 5.39 to go in this one. And it's actually Danberg. Under center. He'll throw across the middle complete at the 35-yard line, and he'll be wrestled down inside the 25. He'll be down to around the 24-yard line. Nick Pearson with the catch there. So still some starters into this game here for Extel. And just this play action, hit him over the top, and they're... I think they're just trying to work on some stuff because um, they haven't had very many opportunities to kind of run this versus a, a varsity defense. Uh, and now they're bringing in the reserves, it looks like. Rungi comes in. Skaggs and Danberg to the sideline. Yeah, so big 27-yard gain now. So Tyler Danberg probably done for the day. Four for four, 72 yards, two touchdowns. Also, uh, nine carries for 103 yards, two touchdowns, so got over that century mark. Joe French gets the carry here. He'll gain a yard. So a nice job by Axtell getting the young guys in in this game, which helps build that depth, which comes important come playoff time. And uh, met by uh, Cole Consberg, called his name a few times tonight. He's, he's a pretty good football player, big stout kid up the middle, just – it's hard to block him one-on-one. He's he's pretty good at keeping his head up and shedding blocks. Brungi will go under center here and hand it off to Frost. He'll fumble it and pick it back up at the 18-yard line. Then by Frost, I mean French. Excuse me. Yeah, Scott Frost with the fumble <laughs> there. <laughs> so uh, now, Axtell, you got third and third and looks like five. So obviously uh, four-down territory here. No need to punt. Well on the Giltner on the Giltner side of things. Speaking of Coach Frost, six thirty kickoff right here on the breeze tomorrow, one thirty pregame with Matt Davison, Greg Sharp, and the boys. Rungi under center now. Hands this one up up the middle. And fighting for more yards. Caleb Sniff. Gains four or five, it looks like. Trying to get some other guys in the game, making the stats guy type in some more things <laughs> on his super duper program here. So but a nice carry up the middle. Axel's got a lot of numbers. They're gonna, they'll get some kids in that normally don't get in. You know, all these kids work hard in practice and in the weight room. So, good to see them get rewarded. Fourth down and one here, under three minutes to go in this third quarter. Let's see if they design a quarterback keeper here for Rungi. Sends a man in motion. That's French, and somebody got a head start, so they'll back him up five yards. Yeah, motion just motion just seems to mess with about every high school team we cover, whether it's um, Class B or C or D. It's it's all of them. I'm sure Class A as well. So that time, because the the cadence is off, the timing's off. You're used to uh, set, and then you're going. When now it's set, motion, then you're going. So you got to remember there's motion on that play. Rungy under center here. Hands it off up to the up back, and he'll fall forward for a couple yards and won't have enough for the first down, so it'll be a turnover on downs. And Caleb Seneff again in on the carry on that one. 
Yeah, so Gildner gets off the field. And, and uh, Xtel will call a timeout, try to organize their second-team defense. So the clock will stop with exactly two minutes to go here in this third quarter. 42-0 lead Xtel over Giltner. Back in a minute, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at pleverpreps.com. Friesen Chevrolet is your one-stop shop. If you're looking for a great selection of both new and pre-owned vehicles, their neighborly sales staff are happy to help you. If you need parts, Friesen Chevrolet has one of the largest on-hand inventories of Chevy parts in Nebraska. And for service, be sure to bring your car in for anything from oil changes to engine replacements. For sales, service, and parts, visit FriesenChevrolet.com. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet, just off Highway 6 in Sutton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. The Breeze 94.5. First down and 10 here for the Hornets, and they're going to go deep. Frederick has got a man intended for Frederick, excuse me. Hit him in the hands, hit him in the mask, hit him in the shoulder pads, and then fell incomplete. So beautiful throw from Deacon Wilson, just incomplete. Well, yeah, hit him in the bad spot right in the hands. <laughs> Well, it's, it's chilly out. We're, we're, the ball's probably hard as a rock at this point. Yeah, I don't think they deflated it before the game. So uh, it's, you know, 33 degrees, a little harder to catch a football. But, yeah, that one was, that one was right in the breadbasket. And he's <laughs> definitely want that one back because he might have gone the distance there. Wilson will have twins on each side. He'll keep this one on the right side, throws it. has got a man complete up the sideline across the 30, pushed out of bounds at the 34-yard line. Yeah, so Lance McKay getting the ball game. Quarterback to quarterback. Yeah, good to see him out there. Had a, had a, got a little bit dinged up last week, and we weren't sure if he was going to be 100% or not. And Yeah, comes in, makes a nice catch on the sideline. So he's split out to the right. Twins here to the left. They're going to throw it to Frederick, complete at the 30-yard line. He'll get across the 35-yard line. Picks up, let's call it three. Yeah, a few yards there on the bubble screen, just... You get the outside receiver blocking, and you hope for cushion on the inside and try to get as much as many yards as you can. So now they're trying to go a little, little bit more tempo going against some of these younger Axel defenders. Under 27 seconds to go in this one. Wilson fakes it to Frederick, scrambles around, and throws it out of bounds incomplete. Ball gets past the original line of scrimmage, so there won't be any intentional grounding. There's and no. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say because it's an incomplete pass, but with the running clock, that'll be the end of the third quarter. You want to finish your point there? Yeah, and uh, there's no tackle box rule in high school, so all you have to do, you have to have a receiver in the area, and you have to get it across the line of scrimmage, so no grounding there. We'll take a break. Back in one minute, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at pleverpreps.com. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 
1140 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Save on Beautyrest mattresses during the Columbus Day event at Mattress Direct. In addition to sell prices on all Beautyrest mattresses, get up to 48 months no interest financing. New accounts even get a $50 Visa gift card when you use Synchrony Finance on your purchase. Sell prices, no interest financing, and 50 bucks. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct in Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The Breeze 94.5. Fourth quarter is underway here at Gilner High School. Hornets will be going left to right here in this final quarter. Chilly October night here on the breeze, 94.5. Wilson runs right, throws it, and it's going to be caught, but incomplete. Intended for the other quarterback, McKay. And I thought he had come down with it, but I think they ruled that his elbow was out of bounds, so it's an incomplete pass. And yeah, that ball was almost tipped, so... Uh... Good job by him to even uh, feel that ball and get it in possession. But that time they just ran three guys down the middle of the field and kind of just ran towards the quarterback side and tried to try to get a 50-50 ball. Fourth down and eight here. Gilner needs to pick up a first down here. It's going to be a quarterback keeper with Wilson. He'll have the first down. He'll slide and gets across to the 34-yard line. Beautiful slide by Dakin Wilson. Looked like a... Uh, Looks like some of those guys in the NLCS, ALCS. Astros and Yankees will have coverage next week on 1550 and 1460. Pass complete on the left side now. Wilson looking impressive on this drive, albeit against second-team defense, but doing nice things. That ball is complete out to Will Fashion it. Yeah. First time we've called Will's name last two weeks. Glad to have Giltner on our radio airways last two weeks. A lot of fine folks here from Giltner. Wilson will take this one and slide again. That's not, not as pretty as the last one, but gets down to the 25-yard line. Yeah, third and one. yeah, got the job done, avoided the contact, but yeah, it was going to be scary. I, I, I've hurt myself doing that where a cleat catches and it, and it turns your ankle or your knee, so you got to be careful when you're sliding. Third down and one. Wilson will throw it. Complete to Lance McKay. And Lance McKay runs up the sideline. Gets pushed out of bounds at the 12-yard line. Game's 13. Nice little pitch and catch there to McKay. Gets his name back on the board. He's got two catches, both of them, for 13 yards. Both on this drive, too, I believe. See if they can find the end zone for the first time. They're going to try and find McKay again. He's wide open, and it's into the end zone. And that was actually complete out to Connor Craig, the receiver. So Craig, from 14 yards out, puts the Hornets on the board for the first time. All right, Axtell gets on the board. That's what you hope, or Giltner gets on the board. That's what you hope for if you're Coach Bartos, Coach Lauer, Coach Spots, all those guys. So, um, you know, they keep playing and uh, find themselves on the board. Connor Craig, nice catch there. 14 yards, wide open, just ran a nice little... Weigel route to the right. Everyone was going left, so he was wide open. Was able to just walk into the end zone under center here on the two-point conversion. Wilson will hand it off and be tackled in the backfield. Is Frederick, so the point after touchdown is no good. But Gilner finds Pater 42-6. to 
Axtell with the lead. Back in a minute, you're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5 and online at pleverpreps.com. Gary Michaels Clothiers is welcoming the change of seasons with a wardrobe event. Select any suit or sport coat and pant and receive a dress shirt and tie free. A $100 value free. Designers like DKNY, Calvin Klein, S. Cohen, Michael Coors, and Austin Reed. Professionally tailored for the office or any event. New fall merchandise arriving daily in the ladies' department, now newly expanded in Kearney. Accessorize with hobo handbags, Brighton accessories, shoes, and leather goods. Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. EMS Enterprise of Gothenburg, Nebraska is having their annual show cattle sale on Saturday and Sunday, October 19th and 20th at the place three miles west of Gothenburg on Highway 30. Selling 20 head of steers and heifers. Sires include Monopoly, Monopoly clones, and Here I Am. Cattle can be viewed now through the 20th by contacting Kent Schlake at 402-416-2916 or look for us on our Facebook page, EMS Enterprise Show Cattle. Bids will be taken as a phone bid off or in person. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Giltner. 9.39 to go in this one. Hornets find the end zone. 42-6, they'll trail it. Nice touchdown pass from Dakin Wilson. Connor Craig, 14 yards, and we'll take a kickoff here. It's a low kick. It's going to be fielded by Klingsporn right at the 30. He'll get across the 35-yard line and finally knock down at the 37-yard line. Running clock will keep going here. 9.30 to go. We'll see what Axtell does. Looks like Rungi is still in at quarterback. Going over to Coach Marsh to get the play call. They find the end zone here. We'd be in no danger of losing the running clock. Yeah, so, yeah, Axtell going to put together another drive and uh, see what they can do. Uh, I think they got some of the younger guys in, like you said. So, um, Rungi, the quarterback. He's got a man split out to the right. Klingsporn's still in there at fullback, I believe. Or, you know that, uh, look at the roster here real quick. Caleb Seneff still in the game. So same unit we saw to end that last drive for X-Tills out there. And that was kind of just a little pick play, but they didn't have to pick anybody, so it was legal. Um, yeah, just through the out route, just a little too far, falls to the ground. Nothing hurt. Clock still runs. 8.30 to go in this one. Man in motion is French. They're going to hand it to him, and he'll get a hit in the backfield. He'll lose three yards. Jacob French. And uh, Lance McKay is slow to get up. They probably want to get him out of the ball game since he was dinged up last week. He probably don't want to come out, but well, they'll keep him in. So, um, Yeah, Axtell, uh, here's a stat for you. Brennan Runge, 0 for 4, <laughs> passing the ball, but Tyler Danberg's 4 for 4, so uh, kind of a... Kind of a tale of uh, two quarterbacks there. At this point, I think Axtell's just going to be happy running the ball a couple more times here. Trying to get in the right formation. And it's a high snap. Rungi will have to keep this one. He'll get across midfield, shed a block or two there. And gets docked down at the 37, 38-yard line. Yeah, nobody likes to hear that. Bad snap. Hopefully we can. Uh, hopefully the Huskers can get that resolved. Uh, it's been an issue all year, but we've actually seen it here in some high school games as well. So 
you know, we can sit here and complain about it, but not as easy as it looks. A lot of the weather that was forecasted originally for us this last Thursday would miss north. A lot of South Dakota got hit, so it's going to be in Minneapolis tomorrow. So could be interesting weather conditions for the center quarterback exchange. This punt by Rungi is booted deep into the end zone for a touchback. To, touch so it'll be first down and 10 from the 15 for the Hornets. 6.47 and change to go in this one. Giltner going to try and get this under 35 here. Coach Bardo's still running in plays. Yeah. Was, His teams always fight hard. That's that's great that it turned out. Weather not a factor at all. It's not wet. Um, field's in great condition, and uh, the wind has died down to basically nothing after blowing for it seemed like a week straight. I'd say about two weeks straight. <laughs> Wilson goes back to throw. This pass is incomplete. And flags come out. Might be intentional grounding here, Trent. It could be. I didn't see anybody in the area, and I'm not sure it crossed the line of scrimmage. So they are going to convene, and I think they are going to come up with a um, intentional ground. We'll wait for the official signal from the referee. They're getting ready to mark it. It is on Gilner that we know. So it's loss of down from the spot. It's a spot foul, and you lose your down, so it'll be second down from where he threw it. Actually, it's a sack. Six Under six minutes to go here in this final quarter of play. Stay tuned to the newest sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show. Coming up as soon as we are done here, Wilson scrambling around there. Got plenty of green. He's got to make a man miss. He decides to slide in front of Brendan Rungy there. And we'll pick up nice yardage. Gets a lot of the penalty yardage back, but not enough for a first down, so it'll be third down and long. Uh, the way he's sliding, I, I don't like it. He's It's straight on, and you're, oh, I, I'm old. It looks like it hurts. Third down and six here for the Hornets. Wilson goes back to pass, throws it to his receiver incomplete. Good coverage there by Quinn Bertrand for Axtell. Yeah, so now you got fourth down and six. Well, there's no not much reason to punt unless you're just trying to pull a New York Giants and try to make it respectable. But uh, you know, if you're worried about giving up another score, right. but I'd just go. I'd go for a fourth and six, and maybe if there's nobody back, you pooch it. But nobody is back, so we'll see what they decide to do. Twins to the right and to the left. It'll be a play here, screen play, and incomplete. Pass was intended, I believe, for number 20. It was there. Connor, Connor Craig, Craig yeah, yep. he had the touchdown catch. It was there, um, just not enough time for it to get set up and ball thrown behind. So now Axtell with their with their um, junior varsity team in, going to take over good field position, 19-yard line. So it's always nice when your JVs can come in and, and move the ball and and put up some yards. It doesn't matter if you're playing against their varsity or their JV. It's just nice to nice for them to go out and play football and execute. Because a lot of times, if you're up big in a game, your your JVs have to play against your good first teamers. So there's really no success for them right. all week. So, and um, JV games are harder and harder to come by. So, Rungi high snap over his head. He'll fall on this one at the 35 yard line. So, I gotta. 
That was a big loss. I can't. We can't put that. We can't put those stats on the quarterback. We're gonna have to team. We're gonna have to type in team and and uh, back that one up. That was a long ways back. I think he thought they were punting. It was so far <laughs> back. I don't. I don't want to make fun of him too much, but loss of fifteen his, there for the Wildcats. You know his hands are probably cold. My hands are cold sitting here, so hard to feel the ball when it gets down here in the thirties. Of course, in a couple months, thirty will be nice. Yeah. So. Rungi will hand this one off to French, and French breaks a few tackles. Is already in the secondary, gets across the twenty-five yard line, finally drugged down at the twenty-four. Yeah, gain of thirteen. I'll get him to. Third and 12 or third and 14. Third and 15. Holy smokes, they're a long ways back. The beauty of football season, week one, you're cramping because of the heat. And by about week six or seven, you're freezing. Yeah, and, and it can get warm, too. Um, you know, back a long time ago when I played, um, we had a playoff game. I think it was the semifinals down in Cambridge. It was over 80 degrees in the second week in November or so. It can still get warm, which is good for me because I, I like warm weather. 2.30 to go in this ball game. Rungi takes the snap, sets up the screen, gets pushed out of the pocket, throws it, and it's going to be intercepted right at the three-yard line by Giltner. And running it back, I believe that's Frederick. And Frederick is at the 30. He's at the 40. He's got three guys to beat, and he couldn't quite get them beat. He'll be tackled at the 28-yard line. But Kyle Frederick with uh, one of the bright, few bright spots tonight for Giltner, making a beautiful play on that interception. Oh, I just ran out of gas. He had a long ways to cover and, and made the pick. And then, uh, man, he returned it a long ways, 50 yards, 52 yards, I'd say, on the, on the return because he came out of the end zone there on the 29, 51 yards. And what a play by Kyle Frederick. Got the crowd into it. Um, that's exciting. That's a big time play. It you know it doesn't matter how much time's left. Doesn't matter what the score is. That's that's a good play. Under a minute forty to go in this one. This will very likely be our last series of the game. Giltner will try to find the end zone one last time. Wilson, the quarterback, throws it, and this one's going to be incomplete. Intended for Frederick again, and it looked like it was almost intercepted there by the Axtell defense. Good job. Yeah, Brennan Rungi could he could have got his pick back, but he dropped it off his chest, hit him in a bad spot right in the chest. Could have could have made up for that uh, interception at the goal line. Rungi's got that hand warmer out there that a lot of quarterbacks wear, but as a free safety, he uh, is using it right now as well. So his hand should have been nice and warm. I think no sweatshirt under the pads. He makes up that catch almost every time in the hood. So under 45 seconds to go in this one, Wilson will take the snap, and it's batted down at the line there by Hunter Riley for the Wildcats. And 35 seconds to go in this one. Probably just one more play in this ball game, so probably going to send everybody deep and uh, see if you can come down with one and and, uh, try to get another score on the board. Coach Bartos signals in the play. Twins to the left. Twins to the right. We'll see if Axel brings any pressure or if they'll just go into soft coverage here. They'll bring the same four guys. And they're going to sack the quarterback at the 36-yard line. And that will be your ball game. Three, two, one, and zeros on the board. And Axtell comes away with an impressive 42-6 to victory here on the Breeze 94.5.
We'll take a break. We'll have the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show next. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5 and online at poeverpreps.com. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Stephen Kathy Hozier and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck. For more info about JSGK Catering, call 402-849-2244. People you know, community Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Todd's Body and Glass in Aurora is your collision repair specialist, is proud to support the Giltner Hornets. Play well and be proud from Todd's Body and Glass. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Giltner High School. I thank many of our fine sponsors that allowed us to be here tonight. Let's take a look at, real quick at the second half drive summary. Uh, it all started off Axtell with they, you know, they were up 36 nothing half. They left their starters in for one more series to make sure that they got their good reps. A 30-yard touchdown run by Aaron Skaggs uh, made it 42-6. to Giltner on their next possession threw an interception. Dustin Klingsborn came away with it for the Axtell Wildcats, who turned it over on downs with their second-teamers into the game. Giltner found Paydirt for the first time on their next drive. 14-yard touchdown run or pass from Dakin Wilson to Connor Craig. Axtell then punted the rest of their drives. And Giltner had a turnover on downs and an interception uh, on one, and it was returned by Kyle Frederick, and he just ran out of gas. Made a nice play with uh, very few um, time left in this one, and then Giltner had a chance there at the end and maybe try to throw a Hail Mary, but a sack ended the game. And so only uh, two, two scoring drives in this second half, one for each team. We'll take a break, look at more numbers next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5 and online at pleverpreps.com. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show here on the Breeze 94.5. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back into it. Schedule your appointment today. Well, then we gave you the drive summary. Let's take a look at the final numbers. Here's Trent. Okay, it was Dakin Wilson for Giltner. 7 for 15, 54 yards, two interceptions, one passing touchdown. That touchdown went to Connor Craig, one catch, 14 yards for Connor. 
Cal Frederick, two catches, three yards. Lance McKay, two catches, 13 yards. Um, so um, Giltner, seven for 16 as a team uh, for 54 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Running the ball, it was Dakin Wilson, 14 carries, 25 yards. Cal Frederick, five carries, zero yards. So 25 total yards for the Giltner Hornets um, rush, running the ball. And they ran 35 plays for a total of 79 yards. Axtell, Tyler Danberg, four for four, 72 yards, two touchdowns. Brennan Runge, zero for five, one interception. It was uh, Dustin Klingsborn, 11 carries, 42 yards. Aaron Skaggs, 10 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns. Quarterback Tyler Danberg, nine carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns. Joe French, four carries, 15 yards. Caleb Sneff, Senf, two carries, nine yards. Brennan Runge, one carry, eight yards. And um, receiving the ball, it was Dustin Klingsborn, one catch for seven yards and a touchdown. Nick Pearson, one catch, 27 yards. Uh, Aaron Skaggs, one catch, 23 yards. And Calvin Johnson, one catch, 15 yards and a touchdown. The XL Wildcats gained 334 yards on 47 plays, averaging eight yards per pass attempt and seven yards a carry. Those are the final numbers here from Gilmer. We'll take one more one-minute break and wrap up the show here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platteverpreps.com. In Giltner, stop by and see your friendly insurance agents at Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw Insurance specializes in crop, farm, property, casualty, life, and health. For a free consultation, stop by the Giltner office or give them a call. Robert Shaw Insurance. The representatives of the Village of Giltner encourage and support the Giltner Hornets in all of their activities. To succeed, you must believe that you can. Good luck, Hornets, in all that you strive to accomplish from the Village of Giltner. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Let's take one final look at the scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture Direct and Matrix Direct of Hastings. We'll just give you the final scores that we have and then the games that we don't have final. Make sure you tune in to the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show over on 1230 AM KHS. In 6-man, we have one final score uh, Maywood Hay Center over SEM. 59 to 14 in D2. We've got our 42-6 final here. We've also got a 48 to 12 final. Pleasanton over Loomis. Overton over Anselmo Myrna. 22 to zero. Up in D1, we have one final to report. Shelton over Heartland. 28 to nothing. And all the other a 11-man games that we have are in action right now. So head over to KICS. Um, Adam Central leads Minden 48. Now, maybe don't head over there. Head over to uh, KXPN, where Kearney Catholic leads 31 to 14, or over on Power 99, where Kearney leads Southwest 
14 nothing or over on 1230 AM KHS. Hastings in the dogfight with Seward, leading 24-14. Well, that's it here from Gildner High School here on the new Westmore Spencer Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Uh, I'd like to thank Sterling back in the studio and Trent. Trent, do you got any final words? I suppose I should uh, wrap this one up before we just end the show. Yeah, it just looked like Axtell did a nice job of um, running the ball. Um, you know, they average almost seven yards a carry, and that's accounting for um, an 18-yard loss from a bad snap and some things like that. A lot of good chunk plays from Axtell. Uh, they play fast. They play physical. Coach Marshall want to clean up some penalties and a couple other miscues. But other than that, great game from Axtell. And I thought Giltner came out, and they played hard, just uh, not quite enough in the tank tonight. So 42-6, to Axtell with a dominant victory over Giltner tonight. Uh, they will play next week um, on the road, I believe. Let me find my little sheet. Extel will be oh, – no, they'll finish with two against Lawrence Nelson, and Giltner will be at hosting – they'll have a bye week next week, and then they'll finish the year at Kennesaw. Again, for Trent, I'm Jeff. Thanks to Sterling back in the studio. Stay tuned to more music here on The Breeze 94.5. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to High School Sports on The Breeze 94.5. KLIQ, Hastings Grand Island Carney. You guys make me smile. Really great music. It's all we ever listen to. You're tuned in to The Breeze 94.5, KLIQ Hastings, Carney, and Grand Island.